Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Charlotte. We're so excited to have you here with us. The A Few Years Out podcast was born from the idea that interviews with our professional idols have been done and done again. Already past the finish line, they offer solid advice to those looking to be in their shoes one day. But what about those of us trying to figure out the next few years of our careers or the first day? Here we turn the conversations over to those who will be the next generation of successes, peeling the curtain back on what it's really like to work in the real world, in companies and in those lower roles. They've made it out of the gate. What advice can they give to those who want to do the same? Real people, real points of views, and real advice. Because aren't we all just a few years out? Hey everyone, and welcome back to part two of Gabe's super interesting journey in sales. And today's episode, we really get into the heart behind what makes Gabe so successful. From her impressive morning routine and rituals that set her day up for success, to her awesome tips on budgeting, this episode offers a lot of helpful advice. As you're about to hear, part two picks up just as Gabe is comparing her previous roles at Yelp and Wonder to her current role at Suzy. We hope you enjoy. In short, it is a lot like Wonder. The product is a bit different, but it's just a more adult. They have more funding. They're a Series C company as opposed to a Series A company, so they have more investors, Got more it. capital to play with. Nicer it's, office. <laughs> exactly. Well, we don't have an office now, but it's it's more like Yelp in the sense that there are processes for things, which is, it's that's been nice. nice to go back to a company where there is like... HR. <laughs> right, where, yeah, where there's like, there's like corporate structures in place to like protect you and make you successful, but it's still a startup and you're able to like get scrappy and get in the weeds. Right. And like it's you kind of the best of both. Impact. It's, it's the best of both. I'm really, and it's only been like six months, but I'm really happy with yeah. it. That's amazing. One question before we like wrap that up, but it's like, do you get to find your like people to reach out to, to do the sales? Like, do you specifically research that out to find new yeah. people to pitch to? Or like, how does that process Good question. work? Do you come so, like with a client list? Yeah. So what you're referring to now is called <laughs> top of funnel. Um, okay. And that's basically how leads or deals we can close, like come through our quote pipeline. Mm -hmm. So what that would look like in the case of L'Oreal is we're a research company. We would work with your insights team. We do work with your insights team. Um, mm. But like the way that you guys actually came to us was someone on the L'Oreal insights team mm -hmm. saw a LinkedIn ad that our marketing team put out and then they mm. came to our website and put in a demo request. Okay. And the person who like owns the beauty vertical had the conversation with L'Oreal. Got it. So marketing does a lot of it where they put out the ads, they make the webinars, people mm -hmm. that are in these roles that we want to sell to will like, embrace their content or whatever the marketing term is mm -hmm. and then they'll like come through our funnel and request more information conversely i can do what's called like outbound work which is where let's say l'oreal was not a client when mm -hmm. they weren't a client i would send them an email to their insights person Got and it. say like hi how are you keeping up with like consumer insights during mm -hmm. covid for example yeah. and then try to like cold call them or cold Got email because i've gotten emails like that like yeah. where they're like you know your social analytics like how are you pulling that and like asking yeah. questions so that makes sense exactly and what do you think that distribution is is it 50 50 is it Ooh, 20 80 so <laughs> i wonder where we had no marketing it was like all 90 percent outbound. outbound and 10 percent inbound which is just what that means is that is expensive because you have to pay a full-blown salesperson mm -hmm. to bring in like 15 deals wow. throughout the course of the year. But if you have a marketing team, you can have a four-person marketing team that brings in 200 deals and then just a smaller sales mm -hmm. team. So it's like your cost of acquisition is a lot less when you have marketing, if that makes sense, because they're right. blasting LinkedIn ads as opposed to someone phone calling these people right. it's just like so much more manual totally. so I, I don't know what it is it's Susie <laughs> but a much like more, Hel more it's balanced. healthier it's more yeah yeah for sure that's awesome yeah so cool yeah so you want to take this is like I guess COVID probably looks different yeah well you guys don't have an office you guys are remote for the yes, foreseeable sad. so future. sad I, I know love an office like more than anything in the world like you are an in-person i'm an in-person person, person okay. absolutely okay. but what is your typical day like okay yeah in covid i'll tell you like what it in covid or before let's let's do your current job what yeah is your current job life right, right now like? so i wake up at probably six 
or 6.30. Yeah, let's hear the morning routine yeah, because okay. I've been wanting That's to hear this. Yeah, it was going to be, I think there was a period where you were you're doing like crazy. 5 a.m. Yes, I was, was doing 5 a.m. for a long, long, concerned. long time but because that's because my previous company started earlier and okay. then okay. it starts later, which is so nice. Um, I probably wake up at like 6.30, um, have my black coffee, do my Tony Robbins breathing <laughs> exercise. Okay, and how long is that for? Um, the Tony Robbins breathing exercise in total, if I'm just like kind of, just like, glazing over it probably seven minutes okay taking deep breaths it's so it's basically um you do like a series of 90 <laughs> very deep breaths okay and then you it's more of like a visualization mm-hmm. exercise you visualize three different times in like great detail for a minute each like that you could feel really grateful for if you wanted to so it would be like a fun dinner with your parents or like okay a fun day drinking of it where you just felt so free and happy or like that time you closed a big deal and you like visualize what it felt like in that moment for like one minute each that's then, so awesome I yes. want to do this this is great and it's funny because it works it's like it so works it puts you in a much better space but then so anyways okay you do the three little memories um are they always the same different every day mm-hmm. which is a fun challenge actually yeah. like it makes you very grateful for the things you yeah. have in life. You're just much more aware um and then basically you close it out with like you know, just like visualizing being successful, visualizing things that you want and feeling like they already happened to you. Um, mm. And then you're kind of done. Then I do like a little bit of like reading and like my Bible devotional and things nice. like that. Um, and that puts you at what, like seven-ish? Seven, seven-ish. And yeah. then I usually work out from seven to eight. Okay. What um, do you do? Do you go running? Do you go down go, to a gym? I'm a Peloton app user. And Love. I basically, I will almost always do like one 30-minute run and then like a, 15 minute like core class nice that's great it's in my building it's so nice I like love routine I love when it's the same every single Mm -hmm. day like that like really empowers me to feel Mm -hmm. like I have total control over what my day looks like and you're doing it in the morning which is yeah guaranteed exactly and you get it over with to feel like you have a part of your day that's not tied to work it's not tied to work Mm -hmm. before work do you look at your phone during any of this, or is this like you are in your own zone? You cannot be reached. So when I'm time. like doing my breathing stuff, I don't look at my phone because I'm you're like closing your eyes mm-hmm. and visualizing happy things. Um, and I try to stay off my phone in like that early morning. Mm-hmm. So you have some quiet time. Some quiet time. The rest of the world hasn't come in yet. Yes, and like the great thing about sales is you're at the, at, the, at its core, you were asking people to give you money. Mm-hmm. So no email you ever get is usually going to be like incredible. Like, let me spend with you now. Right. Like, Immediately. Like things are That's timely. True. They'll have projects they want to get going that you'll have to tend to. But like no one is ever, unless they're crazy, no one is ever coming to you like with a biting email about. Right. And sometimes, you know, you'll need to get back to them, but it's always within business hours with sales. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, it's sales. They're not doing projects with us yet mm-hmm. like nothing is ever that pressing so that i'm super grateful for mm-hmm. yeah that's so nice um, it lets me not have my email or have to read emails in the morning but then i'll like shower get ready i do because it's zoom always wear like makeup mm-hmm. and like have myself like put together in the day that's nice for the audience at home gabe looks very nice yeah beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so nice. um and then i just have my day and whatever is on my calendar I like do get through and are then, you sitting at a desk right now or what's yes. your vibe at your Wait, we have to, I, that was one of my questions actually your standing desk yes my <gasps> standing desk cool. is like the most prestigious did you order this on Amazon part of my life. what did you do yes so um funny story at Yelp one of the ways they like fake incentivize you so you don't like quit every day yeah um is when you become a senior seller and you've closed like a certain amount of revenue they'll give you first they'll give you a second monitor and they'll give you a wireless headset after you close more. And then after you close, like, the most, they'll give you a standing desk. <laughs> oh, wait, this is crazy. Yep. So, like, literally you can see, based on the mm-hmm. office, oh, who's yes. doing. You can see who's doing. <gasps> That's why. It's yeah. literally, like, it's, I mean, it's very potted. Yeah, it's mind games. A lot of mind games. Hard. So, I was always like, wow, one day, like, I'll sell You'll enough have. Yelp ad space to, like, get a standing desk. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Mary Kay people with their pink Escalade. Yeah. Like, it's like. <laughs> truly. Truly. Um, Ponzi's key. And then I got yeah. to Susie on the first day, and they were like, do you, you want go. a standing desk? We'll buy you one. And I was like, Check. I want a standing desk so bad. It's so ugly, The day guys. has come. Oh, it's my God. so hideous. I need you to send me a picture I never later. stand ever at my oh desk. Oh, my God. I've 
never stood. Push um, comes to shove. And you're push like, comes yeah. to shove. I'd rather be sitting. Oh um, my god, that's and it so is funny. Literally, the most hideous black desk <laughs> no. in my beautiful white room. It looks horrible. Foul. It looks foul. like a changing table. Oh my god. In a bathroom. From oh my hell. god. Like. That's so, so funny. Miserable. I guess you manifested the statement. <laughs> Not everything you manifest was good. <laughs> I hadn't oh, thought man. about that, like manifesting gone wrong. Yeah, that's all you wanted. They're like, here it. you go. You asked for it. Um, so you have your, well, is it like, I guess it's like big standing desk energy. Is mm-hmm. that like the big standing <laughs> desk energy? It's like, whoa. Yeah. whoa. <laughs> she works hard. So you your standing desk. <laughs> so I have my standing desk now, and honestly, I sit at my standing desk. <laughs> all day and then i'm like usually pretty good at like clocking not clocking out but like stopping at, oh like, like six, what time 6 30 okay. yeah so the working hours are great that's another nice thing about sales is again it's just business hours you're not like collaborating with coworkers. Right. there's nothing to collaborate on you're in like a fierce competition with each other <laughs> so like you don't need to collaborate so after hours um so you don't do a ton of just like worthless meetings that could have been emails i imagine you're just like you know or do you still somehow? Have? I'm like so sorry to Susie, but like, there's a lot of worthless meetings at Susie. You're like, this could have been an email. <laughs> this could have been an email. Um, it's like very new to me because I'm used to like salespeople being salespeople, and like mm-hmm. you need to like give them as much time as possible to generate as much revenue. To do their job. And it is incredible that we like have meetings to discuss like things that are just so irrelevant. I can't even begin <laughs> to like discuss. <laughs> Sorry, but, like this is something I won't make you take out. Um, <laughs> we're in that vibe of like we vibe. bigger corporate. Right. We're gonna have a town hall. Yeah. Yes. All these so one thing I will one thing I will say about Susie in terms of like meetings, it is more corporate, so there are more things to mm-hmm. convey. You do need to have an HR meeting. You do need to have an IT and security right. meeting. You do need to have a legal meeting because those teams exist there, as opposed right. to like a startup like wonder where it's like someone wants you to edit like a legal agreement like you can do it gabe like Like, right right, you're a legal counsel (laughs) oh Um, my gosh totally different (laughs) yeah wow um interesting but in that like nine to six ish time frame is it just reaching out taking calls um so a couple of things i am a salesperson i'm a seller there is a team of people called sales development representatives, and those are the people who, like, their whole job is making cold calls. Okay. Their whole job is emailing L'Oreal, and they work all day long doing nothing but outbound outreach, please okay. take a meeting with us. And then they schedule it for me. Someone like you. Okay. So I will wake up, and there will be meetings on my calendar that will say, like, Goodyear and Susie or, like, Got it. KPMG and Susie. And, like, I run those meetings, so I'll do, like, research on the kpmg insights team or the goodyear insights Mm -hmm. team and then i'll hold those calls follow up with them and then i'll also like once someone agrees to move forward you go through like a three-month process of they redline your agreement you redline the agreement back and then you get through security and then you get through are you redlining it or no someone else i'm sending it to someone else there's like a deal a deal team which is like the legal it procurement person on our side that like mark up all the agreements and help us actually like get onboarded it is very hard to for people at established companies like l'oreal to actually buy things Mm -hmm. like they have to go through such a long process right especially depending on how expensive and if you're an outside vendor at least in our experience like no right exactly take us six months to get you exactly as an approved vendor so you can exactly so that's what i do most of my days is like shepherd those deals through Mm -hmm. that process um nothing really even worth discussing there it's very boring but um <clears throat> what percentage do you think make it through like once you get on the phone and you talk to them mm-hmm. so like? this is called funnel metrics and like what that means is how many emails does it take for me to get one meeting how many meetings does it take for me to get one deal and you come in Ooh. at the meeting level i come in at the meeting level excellent question she so made it to the meeting yeah. level i feel like <laughs> this is not exactly reflective of Susie or Wonder, but mm-hmm. I feel like this is pretty average for like a startup. It could be like maybe 1,500 emails. Wow. Gets you, I'm going to say 1,000 emails gets you one meeting. What? And then wow. 30 meetings gets you three deals. So also known as 10 meetings gets also you one deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That's so um, crazy. So like the how you can be successful as a salesperson is to send more emails mm-hmm. to set more meetings 
And then finally, to close larger deals. Those are the three levers you can pull. So Output. Yeah. And then quality over quantity yeah, at, at the end. Quality yeah. over quantity, right? Like so like fish. Yeah, exactly. So gosh, is there ever a meeting that you wouldn't take? Or is that part of the mentality? It's just that you will meet with anyone. Like Good we question. are in our tiny podcast. We're like, Dave, we want to talk to you. Right. And you're yeah. like, you know what? Might as well. Because maybe right. in the future even it could turn right. into something. Exactly. Yeah. So at a lot of startups that are just getting started, I'll as to like not like reveal too many like business secrets of <laughs> yeah, right. like all these companies. Um, for a lot of startups, they will take a meeting with anyone. They will take money from anyone. Okay. When a startup gets more substantial and mm-hmm. raises money, what investors look at is not just how much money you make, but how much money you retain year over year. Okay. So for example, I sell L'Oreal a contract for $100,000 for a year. What really matters is if L'Oreal continues to mm-hmm. be a client with me the next the year, next year mm-hmm. and how much more they spend. So what that means is the way you can control, other than having a great product that people love, the way you can control how much L'Oreal retains with you mm-hmm. is by making sure you're only having high quality meetings with high quality businesses Got like it. L'Oreal that generate. They're serious. They're serious. So basically what that means for a lot of companies is the metric they assess what is a good company for, what is worth our time mm-hmm. is the amount of revenue that the company makes. So like we, most salespeople that are like enterprise and above won't talk to any company that has less than 1 billion in revenue because they're too volatile, right? They're likely to churn their budgets are likely to shift. Mm -hmm. But if you are in with a L'Oreal, right, it's very likely that like once someone's an approved vendor, like their security, like if they like the tool for a year, they're not going to be like, sorry, we have no money. Yeah. Um, Right. Or they'll bring on one brand uses you and then exactly. They'll refer you to another. Exactly. That's great. Um, Super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know, it's totally different. Thousand emails for for one. <laughs> yeah, for like oh my it's god, a lot. It's a lot funnel of metrics. Yeah. Um, I feel like you kind of answered this, but just like, how do you stay motivated? Is it really just those yeah monetary goals that you so, set for yourself, and you ignore all the rejection along the way? <laughs> yeah. A lot of this does come from Tony Robbins, and I guess we can talk more about the, the meditating, <laughs> but um. Honestly, what I have found is like everything I thought I was too cool for has helped me tremendously. For example, meditating, visualization, Mm -hmm. getting really into my job and being the nerd, being the teacher's pet, not being the person that like wants to look at memes, making fun of salespeople all day, but Mm -hmm. the person that like actually is going to try hard, it's going to try hard and like is going to be the loser is going to be the snitch, not the snitch, but like the person that like wants to be there and is willing to like nerd out and love their job and like that is what helps me like I wouldn't say that I'm more than I am motivated I am disciplined Mm -hmm. and so when I am having a bad quarter and like I don't know where my job is going to be in the next weeks or months like I still do my like meditation and visualization Mm -hmm. every day I still try and work out every day I still try and send those emails that's what will get me out of the rut like okay. I the worst thing I can do personally is like stop working mm-hmm. get out of your routine and then get, get out of my routine totally you're consistent and then I'm totally lost like when I am feeling and there are days when I feel quarters when I feel like so down and my job is on the line and like that's when you have to like keep going right. and like don't if your routine has worked in the past it will work again do it harder like do it, it more right. exactly stay consistent stay consistent um so I feel like it's the motivation is, of course, the dinners and the Chanel and like the yay and I want to be successful mm-hmm. and I want to beat all the boys. But it's also like the day to day is like, OK, but I have to be willing to show up for the first and leave the last. Right. Mm-hmm. Being able to do that when you're embarrassed because you missed mm-hmm. your goal. That's like what makes a good salesperson. And that's what has been a challenge for me. But like not spiraling downward. Right. Not letting keeping, like keeping my routines. Is- yeah, not going through the slump where I just, like, forget to do my Tony Robbins shit and, like, right. sorry. Um, <laughs> like, not going through a slump where I forget to do my Tony Robbins stuff or forget to work out or forget to put in the effort because it will eventually come back. It just might take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Have you had, like, little periods of time where you do just stop doing that and you're like, I feel awful? Or even or? just a day where yeah. you're like, yeah. I'm over it. No, for sure. I think right. I've, I have noticed, especially in quarantine – 
it's easier for me, for me to like slip into those moments because when you're mm-hmm. in an office and you're having a down day, you can look over to your left and look over to your right and be like, okay, these, these people have their blinders on. Let me sit down and send 20 emails. Let yeah. me sit down. Exactly. Let me, let me call that company back that's like ghosting me in their legal process. It's motivating. But to like be in my apartment mm-hmm. and be like, mm, but I could watch West Wing mm-hmm. instead of. Or I could go do the dishes that are in the exactly. sink or the laundry. Yeah. Like that hard. community, that sense of like communal suffering that like gets you through the day right. is gone. Um, so I definitely absolutely have moments and days and like even like weeks. Right. Not weeks, but like I have definitely in COVID experienced like a full five work days where I'm like at. 30 percent like capacity can't get it going. i can't yeah. get it going everyone yeah. goes to those like little ruts well, i think especially now it's it's hard so not normal. to i mean like I, we were joking yeah. about it but i feel like the beginning of this year is like oh like can't possibly work the first wednesday because there's like people storming the Capitol, and then it was like oh well like you just got impeached to like can't possibly work this wednesday and then it's like oh well now it's the ele- like, right. inauguration we can't did. possibly work now like yeah did you guys talk about the Capitol stuff at work not like we got an email. We got an email. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone in the office was like talking, chatting about it. About it, it was yeah. definitely a weird experience because we don't have, I don't know. Well, you're at home, but like we happen to be in the office that day, so there mm-hmm. aren't TVs okay there. So it was this really weird experience of we sit across from each other and we had it like on CNN and we were listening to yeah, each other we're, Twitter. Like, on like, AM, like uh, what's uh, what's going on? And then like people were coming out of meetings that they've been in or like on virtual meetings. Like our boss came out and we're like. Um, there's people like, <laughs> literally storming the Capitol right now. Like we're in the right. middle of like a coup right, right now. And then everyone's just like, what do we do? It was very weird. Yeah. I mean, it was bizarre. I think yeah. Yeah. no one was being that productive because I think no one really knew. Like we had a couple calls with external people, um, like influencer, not influencer, but like yeah. type people. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of like, I guess we'll move it because it feels really weird right now. To yeah. Just like talk about and, like, this when yeah. this is happening. It was just a very weird experience, but I think it was just like a physical representation of kind of the way that it had felt all during COVID or even before you got mm-hmm. here, we were like, it just feels super, super weird to be doing work in the middle of a pandemic. And when you keep forgetting, cause I'll go about my, yeah. my day and like feel really normal about it. And then be like, Oh, wait a minute. We're still here we're still in, this in pandemic. a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's so just very, yeah, it's very weird. I'm sure. But yeah, there's definitely days where, yeah. but I think that has to be normalized too across work culture of, having off days having off days and I think because we're not physically in the office it feels worse like you feel guilty you're like I'm not doing anything but but I definitely had those days in the office too like then I'm like ah like I'm just not my most productive self today but then I might be really good the next day but it feels worse when you're at home for sure because (laughs) you just feel yeah I think it's harder to get out out of it it. like I think at Hudson Yards which is the old office I was at you would like get up from your desk and go get a coffee and like take a loop around the mall or take mm-hmm. a loop outside and just kind of like reset. Yeah. 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 Versus here. And I was talking to Ryan about it. I'll just literally like sit in front of my computer doing nothing, nothing yeah. instead of just honestly, even taking a 30 minute TV break, I would probably be more productive. Right. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Than just sitting here and I'm like, yeah, I'm getting nothing, nothing, done. nothing done. Totally. I, so I, two things. One, I feel like in, quarantine and work from home I have not taken any like personal days Mm -hmm. I've taken vacation to go places but when I was in the office I would be like you know what every 60 days I'm gonna take a Friday off just to like right get my nails done (laughs) go to a doctor's appointment like like, take that time off and in quarantine I'm like it's not just like I have nothing else to do but it's also like I feel weird like I'm at my desk like I might as well and I feel like I need to be better at doing that because for me I would I am better served to take one day off and get my whole life together yep. than to like slowly kind of crawl back out of a slump. Like totally I know, agree I with to you. Like a hard reset. I need, I need a hard reset. Um, I feel the same way. Do yeah. you feel like you're, because you work kind of independently, I assume, do you feel like you have to tell your boss like what you're up to and what you're doing in this remote world or is it pretty hands off and you guys just check in every now and then? Sales is interesting in the sense that people can see what you're doing like they can see how many emails you've sent they can see what's in your pipeline but I will sometimes update my boss when I need her help with something to convince people to sign a larger agreement or to get them to not cancel on me or to just help me in certain conversations is that Um, just the power of her title like having the VP of sales on it power of her title she is convincing and like perfect and um knows a lot about the product can speak with authority mm-hmm. and it's just helpful to have a second voice on the call because a lot of sales in the one conversation you're having you have to pres- 
learn about their problem, Mm -hmm. get them to trust Mm -hmm. you and tell you about their problem, explain how you can solve it, talk about how other people in similar companies or similar brands use us. Right. Then you say, you know, it's going to be $500,000 a year. Then they're freaked out. Then you have to talk them off of of being freaked out and like, don't forget all the other ways you can use it. Like, price aside, does this sound like something that would work? Blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of, like, good cop, bad cop, and you mm-hmm. have to do yourself. So to have another person on the line that can jump in, and when you have built rapport with these people, for your boss to be able to say, sorry, I'm a little bit confused. Like, can you run me through what you were expecting this to cost? Mm. That's hard to do on your own, mm-hmm. but your boss can come in and be really nice and say no we can give you that concession when it wouldn't you would lose credibility if you did that right it's just nice to have that support support and let people play a role that it's hard for you to play it if you're also playing a million other roles like Mm -hmm. it's hard to be like the good person the bad person like what do you mean it's too expensive yes we'll give you a discount like you have to be able to kind of not undermine yourself yeah and that so makes total having, sense. When you're having like more high-level conversations, it's helpful to have my boss on the line. But I guess I update her on like what's going on. It's hard. If it's needed. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's yeah, it's hard. Needed. I would normally like walk up to her desk and yes. show her something, get her opinion on an email. And without COVID, it's like very lonely. And that social aspect of sales that is yeah. so important is missing. Um, I got lows, a chance to like, meet your team? Lower. Yes, I've met them one time. We had like a big all-company outing mm. on Governor's Island. Oh my um, and it was, like, very fun and socially distant, but it was great to, like, meet them. And salespeople That's are awesome. fun. They're really wild. Part of sales is, like, it's a very wild party culture because, mm-hmm. again, these people have to blow off steam. Why would my else do this job? <laughs> um, and it was great to, like, meet them and feel like whenever the world comes back, like, it'll be a really fun environment all over again. That's awesome. Yeah, something to look forward to. That's so cool. How important do you think your bosses have been like you said you had really really great bosses like is that just absolutely critical to you absolutely critical um my boss that I have now that was my boss at the company before has been like the most well probably at this point in my life one of the most influential people in my life because not only did she teach me the technical skills that Mm -hmm. I really know now but she also you know believed in me when I wasn't doing well Mm -hmm. and she that's what it is is like someone sales is not that hard of a job technically so someone to like believe in you Mm -hmm. um lets you like believe in yourself and then like I was saying Mm -hmm. earlier you see the good results and then you want to work a little bit harder so being able to have her has been critical and then like she's in my corner in the sense where like when she got the job at Susie like I was her first call and that that's awesome yeah critical I don't it's also just like listen so much of sales is mental and if I don't like my boss there's a part of me that's gonna be like even though again it's my paycheck and mm-hmm. my success I'm gonna be like I'm not gonna work that hard for you to get to your goal too yeah like right. for example if I was at a hundred percent of my goal for the quarter and my boss was at 95 percent of her goal I would do anything I could to help, to help to her help get to it and to bring in above my goal because it'll help me but it'll help her like I would do anything to help her and like that's what makes her an effective manager is you have 12 people underneath you that, that would do anything in your to help corner you and you're in their mm-hmm. corner as well um, that's so important yeah. yeah wow it's very motivating i feel like i've learned so I know. much it's like this is <laughs> amazing i wanted to ask a general question that's not like necessarily about sales yeah. but it is like sales adjacent because it's your yeah. life how do you approach budgeting right because you yeah. have this mm-hmm. base but you're also expecting to make x amount of money like yeah. how do you manage that how do you do that so true like, what yeah. would you tell someone who's at Yelp and like not making as much money like how to go about that yeah so this is a very interesting part of sales because in most sales jobs except for like real estate you have a base salary and then you have your OTE which is your on target earnings which means if you hit your goal Mm -hmm. 100% of the year you will make this it's usually a 50 50 split okay so like if your base is ten dollars your ote would be 20. your base is your salary your base is your salary is your commission commission. exactly okay and you only get that if you hit 100 percent. so your ote is reflect is the number that you would get if you made 100 percent of your goal got it okay um and then if you had 80 percent of that then you'd make 80 percent okay so it's not all or nothing it's not all or nothing exactly you still get your base salary in most cases they're there's a wide variety of commission structures, but for most people, it's you have your base salary and then your commission on top of it. Um, 
budgeting is hard. It depends on a couple of different things. Most of it is like the cadence of how you're paid out. So at mm-hmm. Yelp, I was paid out every single month of my commission, meaning mm-hmm. I had my base salary running all year long, mm-hmm. every two weeks, and then I would get my commission once a month. Okay. That's kind of nice. Yes. So very nice. Like it's a consistent flow of things. I most companies that are more sophisticated it's quarterly oh so you really have to so you really have to be like on it's an adjustment you're like whoa the most money i've ever seen in my entire life and then it's like yes but this is like only yes it's <laughs> exactly it's right. for the quarter um so i personally try to budget my life and my main core expenses mm-hmm. based on my base salary mm-hmm. that's what i think about like my rent in terms of like a, what percentage of my base salary do I want to be spending on things like rent, groceries, travel, things like, like that. Necessities, yeah. Necessities. And then as you get more acclimated to the company that you're at, you learn what can I reasonably expect to make every yeah. single quarter. And that's when then you can say, okay, I really actually do make this. So then my base can be that. Or then my big purchase, purchase like, yeah. can be based off of um, the commission. The commission. In. So it's a really nice mental exercise mm-hmm. and like exercise and restraint to be like this will be a lot of money for you to get every quarter but it does have has to, have, last. Has to mm-hmm. last and it ha- it's reflective it has to be paced out yeah um you're not getting it every month you're getting it every three months i mean mm-hmm. i would imagine some people are very bad at that yeah, yeah. And it, and it, you have to be disciplined yes you have too. to be disciplined and it does teach a good a good skill that i yeah really like having and i'm still definitely working on it um but yeah that's how i like generally think about budgeting budget. yeah, yeah. sounds smart yeah it's pretty cool what i'm sure there's a smarter way to do it but that's like how i right any tips please let me know um what has been your like big purchase or purchases what were your like things that you had in your yeah that are you like real other than are not real next quarter i'm gonna get this um the Chanel bag was like a fun one. Hello, little, so beautiful. Little Manuel. Manuel the so Chanel. Nice. Um, <laughs> Manuel. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, I just like always kind of like wanted one. And then I was like, oh, I can. I mean, You're I, able to I, I do can, it. I can. Yeah. And it, like, it was so funny. Like there are people who like they we live in New York. You're not trying to like buy a house or not trying to buy a car anytime soon. I was like, I care about like luxury items. Um, but the Chanel bag was one thing I like just like spent money on like a nice trip for a friend's mm-hmm. wedding and like things like that. I've like yet to come across like a huge, huge, huge purpose. It would be like a car. Um, right. I bought Gucci slides cause I was like, okay, okay. Nice. this is like, nice to have. Let's nice do it. Nice to have. I feel like in quarantine too, like spending is just, I don't have as many chances to be like, okay, I really want, like, the summer version of that mm-hmm. Chanel bag, whatever. It's I was like, okay, I'm kind of, like, getting stir-crazy. Like, I'm going to go buy myself the Gucci slides because, like... I'll I will wear the these all the time. I'll, I'll wear these, and it'll get the monkey off my back, and, like, it'll remind me of, like, Why? what I'm... Which is such a crazy thing to say. Like, spending money reminds me of who I am. <laughs> but, like... No, it's like a physical manifestation. It was a physical manifestation of it, and um, that and, like, trips, I feel like, yeah. are... Yeah, vacations. Vacations. Mm-hmm. Things like that are of like value to me totally pretty tame like because even with the bag it's like well you can kind of view that as like an investment yeah right an investment piece yeah you're gonna it's classic i know i was like some of my coworkers and coworkers in the past have been like much more wild with it and you can like tell that's why they're like that's why they're in sales that's why they're here and i like need to get on that level like i become more of a big spender but also like I am working on this. This is a goal for me this year. I really care about like women's financial literacy. Mm-hmm. And like I think about my like portfolio of investments like mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single day. And like that to me is super motivating to be like, I want X, Y, or Z investment to grow by this percentage yeah. by the end awesome. of 2021. Yeah. And that is like a big place where I will like put my money. And that has been something in quarantine with a lack of like, mm-hmm. what can I spend this money on? Like that has been that's great exciting for me and also probably like a better use of yeah. my money oh absolutely slides right um yeah that's for great sure. and then that'll just keep going i mean down the road who knows yeah. maybe you'll be able to do like a hamptons house or something yeah something crazy exactly no and that is like a good long long-term term goal goal envision the house things like that um that's so amazing. Figure it out. Figure out what it. I know. I, am, what like, it I need is. to figure out and what you're exactly. Sold on New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy like a piece of New York. Exactly. Fully commit like to a house. I love or that. Like that. 
Um, what we kind of covered this a little bit, but like, what advice would you give to your younger self? Like people oh who are going to be like, who linked in you and they're like, okay, like tell me yeah. where you are. It's like I have these conversations with people all the time, and I feel like I always miss something. <laughs> um, it can be many things. It can be many things. So one, I would encourage anyone who is looking into sales but isn't sure of it how difficult it is. Like I right. would convey, like I will call you and tell you stories of like walking out of my office and like crying and like the doorman at various buildings seeing Aww. if I was okay because like I it's lost hard. a deal and like the CEO like screamed at me. So I would like encourage people to really assess like is money worth it to you? Is that like idea of being your own boss worth it to you? Mm -hmm. If so, absolutely look into sales. But if you just like vaguely like money as a concept and like want something exciting, there are other jobs that will not like destroy you in the way that sales will destroy you. Right. So just to at least be aware of what it actually is. Entails. Um, and to also be aware of the lead time it takes to be successful. Like mm -hmm. it will take a long time of like grunty sales jobs mm -hmm. to get to the place where you're going. And I feel like I'm like just, 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 just at the very beginning of like really experiencing like the windfall that like can be sales. I'm like at the very tiny, tiny, like point right, you're like getting there. Mm -hmm. I'm getting there. It's the very beginning, but like it took time, hard, hard jobs. And I think I got really lucky with my second job and kind mm -hmm. of expedited that process. But there will be one, two or three years where you will be, cold calling people that don't want to hear talk from you, to you <laughs> and you won't be making any money so to be aware aware of that um and finally if you do decide that it is worth it to stick with it to see the light at the end of the tunnel to know that those three difficult years or that one difficult job will lead you to where you want to go and you will be so proud and if you're motivated by the things I'm motivated by like you will be able to provide yourself with financial security mm -hmm. you will be able to feel like you are successful and that to me is super empowering mm -hmm. and if yeah. someone else is motivated by that and craves security in the way that I crave security being able to give it to yourself is like incredible yeah. incredible um and I'm thinking back to when I was a youth four years ago <laughs> or whatever um I didn't know that I cared about these things it wasn't until I had them that I realized how good they felt mm -hmm. And I let go of other things. Again, I let go of prestige. I let go of the idea that I would be someone who was taken out by clients. Like, I take, like, I have to do the yeah. whining and dining. Like, <laughs> right. I let go of the idea that I would ever work in a job that, I mean, no was, that, was, that was glamorous, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, right. I let go of that. And I used to think that I really wanted that. And I don't think I do anymore. It's um, an amazing, like, discovery, though. Because yes, this amazing is way... discovery that I was very surprised by. Yeah. Um, that probably extends to, you're saying, like, that sense of security and financial freedom probably also extends if you're someone who, you know, you want to have kids, and that's going to be, like, really, really important right. to you, too. Right. Like, I'm totally. sure people who necessarily don't want it for themselves, but you want it for whoever Others, else. Others, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, more, like, tactically, for anyone that wants to get into sales, I would highly recommend... Um, starting your career at like a blue chip type of company mm -hmm. like a Yelp or something like that there are a million salespeople. every single company in the world is fueled by their sales there's not totally a company that's not so there are many salespeople out there and a way to quickly stick out is the name that's on your resume makes you legit, mm -hmm. makes you legit. it just builds trust like, gives you yeah. that check mark that'll just get you into some doors and some mm -hmm. conversations that you wouldn't have been able to if you'd maybe taking the more scrappy route from the jump and then yes absolutely move into maybe a smaller company where you can have a bigger impact but straight out of college you can get a great job at something like Yelp without having all these crazy internships yeah. so as long as you're able to demonstrate that you can like work hard and you're personable like you will get hired the barrier to entry is very low in <laughs> <laughs> like very very low right like so low um, yeah <laughs> Return is high and turn right. is high. Barrier to entry is low. Low. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like we love to ask like a guest if there's anything that we didn't cover today that you wanted like when you were thinking about coming here and being interviewed yeah. about it that you wanted to chat about that we didn't hit. Say. It's like your opportunity or like if we hit it all that's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> Can I look at my notes? My phone. Yeah. Absolutely. Take, take I love that she took notes. notes. I guess like the them. one thing I was gonna say. Um that has been critical for me and I kind of already touched on this but everything I thought I was too good for or like too cool for school for mm -hmm. has helped me every like colloquialism I've heard about mm -hmm. work that I thought I was too cool for 
has absolutely worked, meaning things like meditation, um, researching your company. It is always better to be the person that like loves their job and the person that's like, oh, gross, Monday, scaries. Like, right. I feel like it's lame, but to be the person that is like, I can't wait to get back into the office, your life is just better. You're totally. like, totally. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I've always wanted to be like a black sheep growing up and like the <laughs> contrarian and like, ooh, like so mysterious. Who is she? But I really have learned that like, in order to be successful, happy people love what they do mm-hmm. and like, get into it, read the sales books, listen to recordings of yourself on sales calls, like make this your baby. Like, cause someday you will have babies and you'll have many priorities, but like, <laughs> just like get into it, get involved, like never be too cool. Right. Like, the lame, the lame, like career self-help stuff right. because that stuff will pay off in droves. And it's always better to be the the nerd who loves their job and the person that's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm miserable. Like, right. better look at memes all day. Like, no, be the person that's obsessed with their job. Like, yeah, give it 100%. You'll ra- yes, you'll radiate and you'll be happier if you if you love your job and if you, like, invest in it. Absolutely. That's love the that. only thing I thought of. And that's awesome. I and that's I, so yeah, so helpful. Like, I feel very inspired, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, God, you've, wow, like, really, Tony <laughs> like, you've, like, truly inspired me. Like, I'm leaving this conversation. Like, I want to go, like, you be a better version of myself. Like, complaining. We're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> right. Like, y'all are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I've learned a lot through this. All right. Should we do some rapid yes. fire questions? Oh my God, questions? I love rapid fire questions. So, I will say my favorite thing in the world is people asking me questions. Like, this quick, is like, because I would jam. never think you to like can't say them voluntarily. Um, I will start us off then. Okay. Yes. Um, favorite lingo in the field of sales that you wouldn't know if you didn't mm. work in sales? Um, oh God, sorry. Now I'm not answering in like a rapid fire fashion. It's <laughs> okay. Um, I really like fill the pipe. That just means like. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the pipe. <laughs> fill the pipe. That just means like get yourself more meetings to put in your sales pipeline. So okay. fill the pipe. Always be FTP filling the pipe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I love that. Um, are you a coffee or tea person? And what's your order? I'm a coffee person. In the mornings, I always do black coffee. But when I'm feeling like decadent and like just a fancy like lady about town, I will love. (laughs) Also, I just discovered the Starbucks app. I don't know. I feel like oh, it's incredible. You getting those points? (laughs) Those those points. I'm like such a luddite. I like in the slowest adapter ever. Say like welcome to (laughs) everyone in the world. Exactly. Everyone in the world uses Starbucks. She's like download this app. I just heard about it. (laughs) Starbucks. You've been there. Um, incredible, so convenient. Um, it is. And when I'm feeling like a fancy, decadent, girly, like lady, but also like <laughs> a lot of calories, um, I will do the peppermint mocha from Starbucks. Oh. <laughs> Ever heard of that one? Yeah, <laughs> guys, hot tip. There's hot this tip. Peppermint, peppermint, peppermint mocha. mocha. And then I'll just like add a shot, and it like is one of the most embarrassing things you can do to yourself. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. You can do it on the app, though. Like, you don't even have to do yeah, it. Yeah, even when I'm like, it. it's Gabe, the peppermint. Like, so embarrassing. And it's also, like, May, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Just thinking it's about like, the holidays. Jingle bells, you know? Like, seriously, so embarrassing. I'm dying. I don't, I don't do that often, but, like, when I do, I'm like, mm, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> so, so lame. It's like, you enjoy it. I love sip. it so much. It feels I like, like, hate yourself. I, like, mm-hmm. savor every moment, but I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> Okay, so I want to know in COVID time and pre-COVID time, yeah. what's your go-to work outfit? So, like, I want to know what you're wearing, like, today. Are you okay. wearing, like, sweatpants and, like, a nice top on top for your yeah. Zoom calls? Or are you, like, full-blown sweatsuit? And then I want to know what you also would wear to the office. Okay, so now it's always the same thing. It's always, like, full makeup, red lips, black wow. turtleneck, and then boxers. Um <laughs> boxers and slippers and like earrings red lips curled hair turtleneck like really looking great on top i'm a fox on zoom and then like i am in like boxers and slippers Um, perfect like wrapped in like a blanket from the waist down (laughs) they'll never know like they'll never know and you know what they don't know and it's so helpful that's so funny but then when you would go into the office what were you wearing i would go into the office same thing. Um, <laughs> boxers. Same thing, like makeup, red lips, earrings, curled hair. I'm like very into like look good, feel good. Turtleneck, black jeans, yeah. white sneakers, like almost every day. Classic um, look. 
classic. Can't go wrong. Classic look. So you don't feel like you need to be <clears throat> fancy necessarily. Oh my gosh, no. So one thing I didn't understand was like I thought I would move to New York and people would be dressed as Blair Waldorf at all yeah, times. For sure. right. And I was like, okay, this is great. Like I'm just gonna go and <laughs> I'll wear just my fanciest clothes and it's gonna be beautiful. Um, and also when I go on dates with people off of Hinge, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll dress up and like right. oh no, just the not not, not how it was <laughs> and so i worked at yelp and people were like so casual and i was so confused and then i got to a scrappy startup and people would wear like cut off sweat shorts and like oh my God. pjs and like no bras and i was like this is just such an interesting new world for me <laughs> but then i like unexpected i was like but i need to be wearing my like all black power fit just right. to, like make that's me feel, feel good, good. Right. Yeah, that's what i feel good in love that um it is crazy how casual people are <laughs> before um, we move on just since we're here like yeah. what's your red lip your go-to red lip i'm curious oh, good. it <laughs> is the best we love beauty not, charlotte really and i so i want to know it's my bag hold on um your outfit thing is literally like when i started working at l'oreal and i thought everyone would be in like a full look face every makeup day. every single oh, day yeah. and then especially in the pandemic like mm-hmm. that's just out the window mm-hmm, yeah um i used to wear makeup all the time now i never this do. one Okay. It's Rimmel. Okay. A competitor. Every single day. It's called we'll Call Me out. Crazy. Let me, let me put it on. Let me dip it. Let me, let me just dip it. For quick. the viewers at home. Um, for the viewers at home. Of She's this using podcast. Bert's Beeswax or Bert's, Chapstick? Okay. Bert's, Bert's Chapstick. It's just a good, very um, blue orange kind of undertone. Okay. I how fast you can do this. Is it me a too. real quick? It's more coral than I thought it was going to be. It's yeah. less. I was imagining. I was running like, like a deep. Vampy, yeah. Red lip. Red <laughs> no, I wish we had it all. All right, let me film. see. Just, so oh, this it looks is like so the, cute. This is like the lightest version. Okay. I normally do like a very full out coral vibe. Cute. Um, you're pulled together. Just pulled together. She's ready to close <laughs> the deals. To, Let's make uh, those sales, baby. She's ready. <laughs> the least podcast friendly thing I could do. Like, let me stop and put on <laughs> makeup. It's cool. It's cool. It's too good. You kind of answered this one, but do you cry at work? Have you cried at work? And do you have shame? Okay. And should we have shame? Yes. So. Let me just take you through my journey of crying at each of the companies I've worked at. So, Yelp, crazy environment. Also, they are geared towards people who are just out of college and they understand that you're not a professional yet. Mm-hmm. You don't know that That's you can good. simply be crying mm-hmm. at work. So it's normal. So it's normal. Um, I, cried, <laughs> I cried in a team meeting at a conference table in front of, like, everyone um, twice. Just because the first time. Were you personally attacked and that's why no, the tears shut? No, I was just overwhelmed. I wasn't <laughs> okay. at my goal. I was like, I just feel like I can't do Aww. this. Like, so funny. I would never do that now. Like, I like him. Like, who is that person? Um, you did anyone bat an eye? No, because people, people, oh, this is worth noting. People cried absolutely openly at their desks. <laughs> Y'all, like, part oh of the culture. <laughs> like, that's fine. You're just crying. No one bats an just eye. Just crying. Um, because it is so intense. And also, like, there's nowhere else to go. Right. Um, so you it's, a, it's an open sense. format, like, floor. <laughs> open floor plan, like, very progressive. Um, <clears throat> it's too good. Um, people openly crying. So I cried a couple of times at Yelp, like, in a bad way. Also, there was, like, so much security with, again, it being a real company. Like, you couldn't, like, quickly run outside. You had to right. go through, like, six elevators and, like, scan your face. <laughs> They're like, you might as well just stay. <laughs> you might as well just go stay. to the bathroom. It's probably um, more dramatic, too, because yeah. Yeah, unless it's, like, your formal lunch break. Everyone's at your desk. Everyone's at your desk watching you cry. So just taunting. Um, But that actually broke me in such a beautiful way. Um, (laughs) And then at Wonder, I really did cry less. I never cried at work. (laughs) But like I would go through phases when I was like ramping up and like either not doing well at the very beginning or like having an off day or an off week where I would just like cry on my walk home to my mom. And be like, I hate it here. Like, I need to get back to acting. Like, <laughs> which is what New York is great for, though, because no one you can cares. cry. No exactly, one cares. I love places where you can cry openly, such as Yelp and New York. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then one time, I was trying to close a deal at a company at Wonder, and things just got messed up. We accidentally quoted them like at like one percent of what the real deal value should be. So like, really, really bad. And somehow. The chief revenue officer, the VP of sales, oh, no. my manager, and one of my teammates, which was the worst part, all got looped into a conference room where the like legal team at this company was on a conference call. And everyone on my side, the Warner side, thought it was about to go so well. And they were building rapport, talking about we were going to take you guys out for like <gasps> oh, dinner, wow. blah, blah, blah. And then the procurement 
slash legal person just went in on me on how we do business. This is like, and this uh, is from the other company. From the other company, and the CRO of our company politely ended the call and just like like chills down my spine. Like I thought the glass was gonna break. Lost it. Lost it. Screaming at you. Screaming at me. Screaming at my manager because it was actually my not my female manager who I still work for, but a different manager at the time. It was his fault. Um, and I was the first time I ever stood up for myself for real. And yeah. he was like, who is the CRO? He was like, who is responsible for the mess that has been created today? Oh my gosh. And he looked at me and I was like, to be completely honest, it's actually not my fault. I didn't quote them at this price, not to get into the weeds. Yeah. Um, but it really wasn't. But it really was my fault slammed his computer walked out slammed the door and like it was just one of those moments where no one could say anything and it was just like everyone needed to brace themselves and like one of those moments where you hope that in your whole career you have like two or three moments that are that intense and I literally put my computer away at my desk took the stairs because I was where the elevator was going to take too long and just like heave cried when you wash when I hit the door walking outside he cried walked to Washington Square Park and had to stop because I was crying so hard and like a doorman at one of the buildings was like ma'am are you okay and I was like this is such a low point um because you know the doorman's seen some stuff you know the doorman's seen some stuff so the fact that he in the middle of the west village is like this is the most (laughs) destitute person I've ever seen um that was such a dark moment that's awful so then you just pull yourself together and just pull myself together and then it's funny that i went to tony robbins and never had one of those moments again <laughs> 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 tony robbins, I shout out to him shout out to tony robbins but like not really i mean i have not like had anything like that since i think that was more i've stopped crying at work and in regards to work because i've grown as a person and mm-hmm. like i have developed right. more thick skin and perspective too, and I'm perspective sure. and because i've also just gotten better and i don't get myself into those situations anymore mm-hmm. and also that was truly a one-off yeah scenario. i think that if that were to it's happen to me now yeah. i would cry if that were to happen to me in 10 years when you i'm would still hopefully cry. the queen of the world it would make me cry like i really think that would like really level anyone yeah um, totally and that's a good lesson to learn too that it doesn't matter about your age it literally exactly. was the circumstance it was a one-off exactly mistake on your team yeah, yeah. and the drama and the drama it's um, drama should we do one more yeah i okay. love rapid fire questions <laughs> even though they have been not rapid <laughs> sorry i'm like giving you the most robust answers <laughs> in the entertaining. world um, what's your go-to email sign off I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, when I'm like in a pissy mood, it's ciao. Um, oh, <laughs> love. I have a, I studied abroad in Italy. I love a person that says ciao. Yeah. I say it sassy too. Ciao. At my old company, Wonder, um, people called me BCE, Big Chow Energy. Because like when Cute. I was just in the mood, it was just like, here's ciao. the information about the deal we can offer you. Like, ciao, Gabe. Like just the love. craziest most chaotic the sass would have never expected it but it makes perfect sense for you it's like (laughs) truly a chaotic evil sign off and it's only in like situations where i've reached like past the the capacity of like critical mass or like i'm I'm just like whatever just hit them if you if you want to do business with me that's totally fine ciao like i i would say i maybe use ciao once a quarter um and that's what people know. They're like, oh, I'm no. dying. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Chow. Also, sorry. <laughs> when you're not hitting people with chow. This is not rapid fire. One time, <laughs> um, I like made it onto a big sales meme account for this, but there was this Ooh, guy. He sent through later. Yeah, we want to repost. <laughs> we want to repost. One time there was this guy who I'd sent a contract to. He was ready to move forward after weeks and weeks of conversations, and he was ready to sign a contract and move forward on the phone with him. I said, I'm just going to send you the DocuSign for your signature. Once I get that back, I'll get you all set up. Just never heard from him oh, for hours. Ghosted. For days, for weeks. I think I remember the seeing s- this on your Instagram story. <laughs> the scariest, scariest ghost of my life. And then at one point, after like calling him for weeks and months, it was like the last day of the quarter and I was like over my goal but had like one, I needed like one more deal to hit like an accelerator or something for commission. Um, and I realize that if you void a document on DocuSign, DocuSign themselves will send the person an email so it looks like it's coming from them. So I voided the I voided the contract and in like the void line that comes it looks like it's coming from from DocuSign, it said 
let's just say the guy's name was uh, Paul Smith. It's not Paul Smith, but let's say it was Paul Smith. <laughs> In the void line, it says, DocuSign says, Paul Smith has either died or greatly misled <gasps> me. <laughs> Period. Void from DocuSign. Oh, my In God. 45 seconds, I get an email back, <laughs> copy DocuSign from no the way. man that was like, I have not died, lol. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And then, of course, like, I called him and I was like, oh, it's surely seemed as if you had passed away i'd love to learn more like what was his uh, like he was like i'm sorry i'm so so sorry like give me that contract back i'm ready to move forward and i was like i'm gonna stay on the phone with you and i'm gonna count down till you sign the contract and then he signs what worked out that's incredible Um, game that that was not a question you asked but i just had to share that unhinged story that's incredible this is just a question that i had specifically for you because (laughs) you're saying sales it's like this wild group and yeah Oh, what yeah. is the deal with like day actors in the office? Like, mm. do you, like when everyone goes I'm out, so like, glad you asked this question. Like Wait, how did you ask this question? I just like we just know the I was, culture. Like, I was just thinking about because I sales. always think about like Insight Global. And yes. Yeah, everyone in Austin, and I'm sure like oh like, FSU, everyone, everyone did that. Global. Party always, like doing shots and like on a party, but I'm like, you have to go to work. Yeah. Tomorrow. So, yeah. Like, what happens because so, that like doesn't. This is such an interesting thing. I don't know if this is like I have no visibility into what it's like in other industries or other jobs. Um, sales again, huge party culture, exactly like you said. Um, it is a huge deal at a lot of companies that you come in ready to work, bright eyed, mm-hmm. bushy tailed. <laughs> I remember at Yelp, this was a huge deal at our first like company company wide party, which was like massive. It was on the USS Intrepid. We were like all in all white wow. on this like ship. It was like the nicest party I'd ever been to. The director of sales for the whole office met with us beforehand and she was like you know we've hired 200 new people in the last like couple of months mm-hmm. let me tell you that every single year we fire a handful of people after this party after this <gasps> party for either being inappropriate like, at the party or for coming in late like let me tell you something when i was a rep and i was hung over i would wear more makeup than normal i would have my shit together i would make more calls at yelp you cannot be you off your ball so you are coming in at 8 30 a.m no matter if you're no, hungover or no not, no matter you if you're hungover, it. sick, whatever, and you cannot be sick that day. There you is can. no cannot be sick that day. So wow. people would come in and like perform as normal. And it's funny, I just learned that as like best practice. So when I came to Wonder, <laughs> I would like walk in at like eight a.m. Yeah. the next morning. And there's definitely red all sales on. organizations. <laughs> my red lip on. <laughs> at all sales orgs, it's a thing. You party hard, you play hard, you come in the next yeah. day ready to work. But at most normal companies, there's like an element of like, let's all get breakfast sandwiches. Let's right. show up an hour late. You can walk in with a right. bacon, egg, and cheese. Exactly. And your peppermint mocha and everyone will like. <laughs> your peppermint <laughs> mocha and no one will look twice at you. Um, I will say it's, <clears throat> there's a lot of partying. There was more partying at Wonder than there was at Yelp. And really? like navigating, making sure that like you don't embarrass yourself. But you're, such a fine that's line. very it's a, difficult. It's a very fine line. Especially like Yelp, you said like it's encouraged to date and like yeah, like those kind of like safeguards that are in place. <clears throat> I feel like in other companies are probably like a little less yeah there rigid. Yeah, it's yes, you like want to mix like not embarrassing yourself with like really being a fun person mm-hmm. because especially if you ever want to get into management, you want people to like you. Yeah. You want people to be on your side. You want them to want to fight for you. It's um, hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. Um, and your judgment is obviously down to what you think is like hilarious and yeah, so fun. It's right. <clears throat> not. I think a, what a lot of it is about is like reading the room of like how hard everyone else is going mm-hmm. to go and like making sure you're like below that threshold. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bit of a game. There's always someone that embarrasses themselves. There's always like some crazy thing that happens with like coworkers like hooking right. up or whatever. There's always that element. Um, but yes, you have to be on it the next day and usually it's fine Mm -hmm. if it's just sales people going out but if it's like a sales dinner where like the ceo is hosting Mm -hmm. you want to you know not at them on slack for example (laughs) (laughs) so good that is so hilarious i just so i mean i can't imagine because i get like incredibly horrendously hungover so i just can't like so you just you can't imagine reality like it's so funny lots of water the answer is like yes you do just deal with it and i get horrible debilitating hangovers like really just like top 10 percentile of all my friends hangovers like mine are really bad um but there is something about everyone else being sick and like Mm -hmm. physically sick at work (laughs) um that makes you feel like you can do it and also 
you know, the motivation of losing your job is, is, is a big, is a big one. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. I yeah. Mean, yeah, that, I, yeah. You kind of have it to power is, through. It is a bad look when you, like, are the one person that couldn't hang. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. There's that always makes someone. Sense. You just gotta get someone. <laughs> There's always one. You just don't There's want it to be you. There's always someone. That's um, so good. All right. Amazing. Do you have any okay, other? you were awesome. Yeah. This was <laughs> so fun. So I, like, Seriously, thank you. I the This we was, like, therapeutic. Have, this was amazing. So thank you. I'm so different because I feel like. Every, I mean, just, like, your attitude and, like, your industry is just so, so different. I learned so much. Like, I'm leaving. I'm telling you, I'm leaving this conversation like five. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and learned a little something new. Questions, comments, just can't get enough? You can always find us at A Few Years Out Podcast on Instagram. And we'd love if you'd give us a review and or send to a friend so we can keep spreading the word. As always, if you or someone you know could be an amazing guest, drop us a DM or email us at a few years out at gmail.com. Until next time.